On today's episode, I bring in three of my really good friends. Their story, more to do with adversity, courage, strength, hope, and passion. They started as kids in Lebanon, in the middle of the Civil War. Today, they own five restaurants, while being awarded Best Hot Wings. They are Alondra Hot Wings. I got my three boys here. They're all brothers, Danny, Gatto, Harut. And they are the founders, owner-operators of Alondra Hot Wings. I'm sure you've heard of them. What's happening, boys? Hey, how, how you doing, doing Mike? Mike? Hello. Thanks for so, having us. Listen, man, this isn't <laughs> easy to do to get the four of us together in the same room on a Tuesday night, talk about uh, you know life. That's uh, right. So I appreciate you guys doing this. Thanks we're, for having We're all us, busy, so we all put our schedules together. So I appreciate Thank that. You. Um, look, you guys have had an amazing uh, story. We're going to try to do our best to tell the story to the people to kind of like, you know, help them grow and, and educate them. Um, you guys started with really, it's the real true American story. And it started in Lebanon, right? Oh, yes. Way back in... 80, 84, 83. 84. Yeah. We came here. So, f- wait, first off, Danny and Gatto are twins. Yeah. Yeah. Gatto is uh, a couple minutes... An uh, hour, more or less actually. about an hour. An hour? <laughs> Your poor mother. Yeah. Jesus. They didn't even know we Kicking them. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Harut? Six years apart. Six years. Okay. So they scared my parents that much. They didn't want to like, me until six years later. Yeah. They're like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So now all of you born in Lebanon? Yes. Okay. And now you're how old when you moved to the States? Uh, Garo and I were seven. Eight. Harut was two. Yeah, you guys were eight. We're yeah, eight. eight. <laughs> wasn't even born, he knows the age. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, um, first, I just want to say thanks for having us, Mike. I mean, we, you know, this is a great yeah. opportunity for us as well. Um, definitely stories like this should be told, you know. Uh, I hope that we could be able to be an inspiration for, the, for our community and people that, that we work alongside and uh, that people that, you know, like uh, want to do something in life and, you know, they just kind of grab the bull by its horns and, you know, take off. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, you know, we're actually born in Syria. Uh, mm-hmm. We're about a couple months old, and we moved to Lebanon, and uh, you know, grew up in Lebanon. Uh, we're about eight years old. We came to the to the states, which was about '84, um, and in um, in '83, uh, uh, Lebanon was going through a war, and I think it was going through '76 to '80. Civil had a civil war. Civil war. Yeah. 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 Um, I'm not sure exactly the dates, but uh, the the years, but I think it was around that time. Um, you know, we specifically remember, um, I think Danny could be able to take this one. Uh, yeah, I specifically remember when, when the, uh, sirens were going on and, um, <clears throat> I remember we, we would have to go to the shelters underground and for the months of the time, weeks at a time. And, um, you know, uh, at one point I remember vividly that it was clear to go out of the shelter and we went to our house. And in our bedroom, uh, which is only a one bedroom anyway, we uh, we saw a, a missile that was not designated, uh, designated. Yeah. and it was a shocker to my parents. And uh, that's pretty one, much was a turning point for them to want to leave and provide a better life for us and move to America. Okay, so you're how old when this missile comes into your home? We're like seven. 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 Yeah, six, seven years old. So this missile flew into your house mm-hmm. it's Went and you're right sitting on what your bed at the it, time it sat on the bed yeah it sat on the bed it didn't uh, luckily it did not <laughs> ignite explode. Yeah. yeah 
and uh, that was a, that was pretty much the turning point. My parents wanted to leave. My, my God, you know. Okay, what are you doing to this missile when it's sitting there? Well, we had <clears throat> we had the um, pretty much the army had sent some people to yep. come in uh, make sure to uh, uh, un yeah undo it so yeah. that it doesn't explode. make sure it doesn't go off. Yeah. How, did, how old were you at the time? I was newborn, so I must have been one and a half, two years old. Okay, one, maybe. so <laughs> you're, yeah, you don't remember any of that. I don't remember You much. hear stories about it all the time, I'm sure. Pretty yeah. much. <clears throat> What's your parents doing in Lebanon at the time? My dad's a, uh, you know, he's a baker. He had his own bakery. He's pretty much, uh, you know, a, we're, we come from a line of bakers. Mm-hmm. My dad's a fourth generation uh, baker. Mm-hmm. My mom's obviously a, a home, home wife. Took care of us, took care of my grandma, took care of my dad. Uh, and the home chores, uh, but um, it so was mom uh, was taking care of the house. Dad was out doing getting the, uh, his bread. Yeah, baking bread. <laughs> both, yeah. both uh, physically, <laughs> mentally, mentally, and literally. physically, <laughs> yeah. literally. Lack of yeah. a better word, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how were you guys living at the time? You know, we, I know the Civil War is well, not you know, uh, uh, very humble. I mean, we weren't. Uh, there wasn't no um, extra, uh, you know, like, uh, luxurious <laughs> lifestyle. We did go to a private school okay. during that time, an Armenian school, because we're in amongst, uh, you know, Middle Easterns, and so we were able to go to an Armenian school and, you know, still continue our our traditions, language. So living within your means, living not living uh, a rich life, not a poor life, kind of a middle class life at correct, the time. Correct. Okay, yeah. but at that time, even even though you're living a comfortable life, you know what's happening in the country, and you want to get the hell out of the country. Because yeah. especially when this, you know, that yes, that exactly. experience happened to you. I mean, you have <clears throat> pretty much you have uh, people out of control there. There was no law. People had their own guns and their own Jesus. ways. And you hear all night shootings, blowing ups. And I mean, it was just very, uh, very scary. You know, you hear the airplanes coming through. You don't know what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was that was pretty much what it was like at that time. But I'm sure you know. Obviously, things have changed today. You know, uh, Lebanon is still very thriving and beautiful now. You know, people go there for mm-hmm. touristy uh, tourist uh, uh, you know vacations and stuff. But um, yeah, definitely, uh, it was definitely a, a turning point, like Danny said. So my my dad and my my mom decided at that point to come back and uh, you know uh, leave the country and come to the states to to you know better, better off. Have your parents ever been to the states prior to that? No, actually, uh-huh. <laughs> actually, my my uh, aunt at the time was had just moved here in '79. And uh, my dad, you know, had her to, to kind of like come to. Yeah, so lean to on and yeah, yeah. How was it? Kind of get a little bit of direction. Um, you know, so when we 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 came to the states in '84, and um, uh, we came to West Covina, Calif- uh, California. Yeah. And uh, we stayed with my aunt at that time, and uh, you know, four, uh, three. Three months, four yeah, months. I'm about three months sure. or four months, maybe yeah. three to six months. You know. Um, but it was six of us, you know, three boys, my mom and dad, and then my uh, God rest his soul, my grandma was alive at the time. So yep. we all went to my aunt's house, which they were a party of five, two, three kids and a parent. So it was a big, uh, you know, a small house with, with a lot of a people. A big there. party. No, sounds like night. a fun time every night. <laughs> now, were you guys yeah. sharing rooms at the time? You probably all in one Pretty room. Much kinda... everybody was on the floor. Everywhere. <laughs> Garage. Whatever. Garage. Make it work. Sofa. Whatever it was. Okay, so you're at at your at your aunt's house in West Covina for three months. Three months. Three and your dad is working for a bakery at the time. At that, at time, that time, we were trying to still. Uh, he was trying to still find a job, and uh, there was a family friend that had uh, that that lived in uh, Montebello, California, mm-hmm. at the time, and said, you know, I'll, he was a baker as well, and he said, hey, there's a job. 
uh, in the bakery if you're interested he's like oh that's what I do and uh, pretty much a long story short uh, nice. he worked there for about uh, you know 20 plus years and, um, and wow. you know, that's how he helped us uh, kind of go to get to school and and uh, you know taught us uh, values and to, to stick together and to work with each other and to help each other so um, and that's why it was such an easy transition for us when we actually started thinking about maybe starting our own business you know obviously uh, you know down the line uh, we had a good relationship we had a good uh, respect for one another and we were like-minded so it really helped us kind of uh, built that type of culture uh, to kind of work off of you know okay so we're in um, let's say we're in elementary at the time yeah uh, you're through middle school you're through high school you all graduate high school yeah. yes any of you go to college all of us. Rios. Where'd you guys go? Um, me, <coughs> me and Gato went to Rio Hondo and then okay. we graduated from Mount Sac okay. with the uh, AS, uh, AS degree. You know, Playboy says Mount Sac has the hottest girls. That's what I heard. That was like in the <laughs> 90s, though. That's true. That was in the 90s. It. They were rated for the <laughs> Do you remember that back then? Not the 90s, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> a lot of fun times. Hottest, actually, <laughs> College was great. Hottest actually graduated high school at 15, but we uh, uh, challenged the California State Board and he was able to graduate. And he got his bachelor's at 19. Where'd you and, go, Hadi? Um, so I went to I, I graduated with my GED from <clears throat> from the state. So my brothers were uh, were uh, we're integral to the part of me getting out of college to start. Well, uh, school, uh, I'm sorry, out of high school, high school yeah. with my GED, GED from the state. I went straight into college at Rio Hondo. I graduated uh, at the same time as I would have high school at 18. And then from there, I went to go get my ba- my bachelor's in science for nice. computer animation. Nice. Yeah, I got that from the, the Art, Art Institute of Los Angeles. Okay, so you guys were majoring in what at Rio and Mount Sac? Uh, well, if, if we could go kind of like back a little bit, yeah. you know, in uh, high school, I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. I think it was about ninth grade. ninth grade. Me and Danny used to pass by, and I'm sure you're familiar with this place, Mike, on, on Whittier Boulevard. It used to be an old uh, Frosty Freeze yeah. right in front of high Of course. Uh, Anyway, every time we passed by it, it had just shut down. We'd be like, you know what? How cool would it be? We love French fries. We're like, how cool would it be if we opened up our own French fries concept here? Mm. At that age, you know, we thought, you know, how are we, how are we going to be able to do this? But, how far is that from your current location? Uh, right you know what? Maybe about a mile down the street yeah, from where we're at The now. American dream. Yeah. Man. Okay, go ahead. So we decided, you know, like, uh, why don't we start a company, a corporation, maybe think about a corporate name. In ni- that, This in ninth grade? In the ninth grade. Yeah. grade. Ahead of your time. So we came up with my world, and my world was because you know things that we wanted to do, and just kind of it was it was a it was a, a su- it was suitable. It yeah. was very fit for what we were what we wanted to accomplish. So um, we named it My World, and we said one day we'll be able to like start a company that we could be able to use this as the the, the company holding company sure. to start a little. And then we we wanted to know how do you copyright a name, <laughs> and we were thinking about. Well, you know, let's research, and uh, somebody gave us an idea that you could mail the idea, the, the name, mm. and then you mail it to yourself. As long as you don't open it, it's copyrighted like because yeah. it's dated. What? Yeah. So we, we set up. Is this the Armenian way of doing it? It is. Or? So we, we left it, and we, you know, we did it at, uh, that way to kind of bring it back to, uh, you know, to mail it back to our house and never opened no it. No way. Down there it says, My World Inc. Still today? Still, that's I wish we that? still had it. No, okay. we don't have, we don't have the letter, but, but that's how we kept it. And then when 
No, but is it like an LLC corporation? Oh, yeah, it yep. it okay, it still yeah. is. It, it still, still is. go yeah. by that. Still totally, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's so many but, uh, things we mailed to you know, ourselves. We, yeah. <laughs> we had drawings, <laughs> we had characters we came up with. We're, we're also artists. Yeah, yeah, we're also artists. So me and Joey are really good artists. We do cartoons. Uh, we do huh. animation the, and stuff like that. So. Rest, uh, well, if we would open up a restaurant with the fries, we were thinking of crazy fries. Okay. Yeah. We wanted to do it a worldly different type ethnic uh, dips because yeah. at that time nobody really knew about hummus, baba ganoush, yeah. whatever Pretty else, curry and all. We were really, ninth, this is ninth grade we're talking about. We yeah. were like 16 years old, 17, I don't know what. Yeah, a younger maybe. You yeah. know, we were thinking in that terms back then. This is 30 years ago. Yeah, yeah. And you're in ninth grade, man. Ninth yeah. grade. You're so way, way ahead, ahead yeah. of always, your time. You know, my dad would always say, don't get into the food business. I was just going to ask that question. <laughs> I feel like it's it's part of your gene. It's, it's part of the family yeah. thing, right? So you said your father was a third generation Fourth. baker? Fourth. So yeah. you guys are really the fifth. fifth. Yeah. yeah, we continue here. Okay, so. Real quick. Yeah. I mean, if you go and tell him about the experience you had with the, in class, how you came up with the name My World. Well, it was, uh, it, again, it was in class, in, in uh, school, and um, I had a tendency to kind of like uh, doze off a little bit when I was in class, kind of um, a little bit. So I was sitting in my seat, and I was just drawing around and stuff, and uh, my instructor goes, Garo, he was a black guy, his name was, uh, I forget what his Autry. name was, Sir Autry, I think. Mm -hmm. He says, hey, Garo, are you in your own world again? I thought, man, that's kind of a cool one, you know, my world. Nice. So that's how I kind of came up with the my world con yeah. concept. So yeah, you're and right, like, professor. Yeah. I am in my yeah. own world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <In my> world. <laughs> so me and Joey actually build the whole characters of my world with cartoon characters of different names awesome. and stuff like that. So we have a lot of art stuff that we we've collected through the years ourselves that we've yeah. drawn ourselves. Yeah. And stuff like that. Okay. Now you said you mentioned that your dad told you not to get in the food business. Why do you think he told you that? He said it's a lot of hard work. It's uh, pretty much you Sweet sacrifice this. life, mm -hmm. <laughs> family. Mm -hmm. um, you know, go get an education. Try to do best with with something that you don't need to wait. You know, physically work so hard. Mm -hmm. And I think with that know, old school mentality, your doctor. parents always want you to be either doctors, doctors or lawyers. lawyers. <laughs> this, yeah. is, this is what you expect, were expected Expected. to become. Yeah. You know, so we went into the respiratory, the, you know, therapy uh, school. That's where we, me and Gato, uh, graduated from Mount Sac as a respiratory therapy hmm. uh, degrees. Um, but we still were passionately wanting to be in the food business, and uh, we were fortunate when. I think my dad was finally he got the the gist that look these guys are not really caring about the you, mm -hmm. the, the you gotta let them work. go yeah you know he found something in the Arabic uh, newspaper that a pizza place was going out and he told us and we went to look at it and uh, how sure, old were you at the time we were 25 24 24 mm -hmm. 25 mm -hmm. yeah. well we opened up in at 20, oh, we yeah. Opened up at 20. Yeah. yeah so we were like 25 I think and uh, we ended up uh, reading it and it said they want 30 grand for the place. Mm -hmm. We went to look at it. And mind sorry, you, wh sorry, what year is this? 2001. 2001. Okay. Oh, 2001. Yeah. On the cusp. <coughs> okay, <coughs> latter part of 01. Latter, yeah. Okay, so, okay. And, um, no fighting, guys. No, never, yeah. <laughs> and we went and looked at the place and we, we really liked it, but it was really run down. The guy didn't know what he was doing. He's Middle Eastern. Mm. And uh, after 9-11, a lot of these guys who are from mm -hmm. backgrounds of Middle East mm -hmm. uh, pretty much lost business. Mm. So this guy, he sure enough, he felt it coming. He felt it, yeah. and he said, "You know what? I'll take 20." We didn't even have the money for five. If sure, yeah, for five. sure, love it. And so we couldn't get any. Obviously, we couldn't get any loans. We had no credit, no, you know, collateral. Sure. And we got smart. We 
put six credit cards together as a family. We drew up to ten thousand uh, dollars. On top of that, we got I think Joey's uh, two of my piggy banks. Two yeah piggy banks Life that we cracked. I think we got like two thousand uh, out of there. Yeah, it's roughly something like that. That's awesome. So we gave him ten thousand up front, and he was willing to carry the other ten thousand, and we started with the hopes of dreams of just trying to make something you know work for us. And we've seen our mom and dad, you know, struggle, work hard, uh, barely making some end meets. And my, I would, you know, this is personal, but I would see my dad sometimes. He would be crying because mm-hmm. he couldn't give us uh, money to go to Chuck E. Cheese when our friends would go. Or Disneyland when all the kids at school were like, getting together to go to Disneyland. You know, and and I think it hit a nerve in our mm-hmm. hearts. Uh, you know, Joey was a little, too, uh, a little younger, but me and Gato saw a lot of struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, so that fire in us was really burning you know we wanted to really get out there and and help my mom and dad help my grandma help the family and um so we took this this uh, big i mean this big project on without even knowing the failure the the struggles and the um hardships of running a restaurant especially you guys don't have a background no, background, yeah. no experience it might be in your blood and in a gene it's somewhere just, but I think there's it's just not knowing how to give up well, yeah you know the crazy thing is we've um, we've, we've always been entrepreneurs in uh, in our own right. Mm-hmm. You know, so when me and Danny were young, uh, we used to hustle uh, with local neighborhood guys and uh, spray paint the 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 street so addresses on the sidewalks and sure. and Donation. charge them like whatever they wanted to pay us basically right? with dollar or five bucks or whatever. And we used to like do a lot of small things like that. Uh, back then we used to love spicy stuff like chili and lime uh, salt and stuff like that and we'd put it together and yeah, we'd yeah. eat it like a like one of those little Dang soury nice. things and like right we'd now, sell that tahin would be the sure you yeah know, you started it so yeah we did something from the middle east they would call it daka back then mm. like it's, da- just, uh, yeah. da- uh, it's like a almost like i want to say chickpeas powdery yeah. and with uh, uh citric acid and <laughs> like a lucas yeah, like yeah. a lucas so we'd sell that for like 10 cents, 15 cents, I would say, to the neighborhood kids. Mm. And they used to love it. We're in, you know, a Mexican community, basically, mm. you know, Southside Montebello. And they used to love it, you know. So would you we go always, door to door? Uh, you know, or a lot of, tell the we used to just hang out. Know, we used out. to hang out with the, the guys down the streets and they were like, oh, what the heck is that? Mm. You know, this is it. And you clean. probably get return customers. Too, oh, right? heck yeah. We always did. Clean pool. But yeah. Clean but we always had Anything. that entrepreneur attitude. Like Danny said, we also did cleaning pools uh, with our, you know, neighbor. Uh, we did minor construction, not construction, really cleaned up basically. Sure. So, uh, but we always did something to to want to do something to help out the household. You know, well, so. even in Lebanon, uh, I think uh, when we were like five, five or six. Six years old, yeah. In uh, Lebanon, uh, basically the buildings don't have gas lines, mm-hmm. and you would have propane. to buy propane tanks. And have it shipped to you or delivered to you. Or so we would walk down, pick one up, bring it for a nickel or ten sure. cents, I ten think, cent, yeah. a, ba- a barrel basically, and that's awesome. how we used to do yeah. it in our so building. So it was in you, yeah, it was in yeah. you, it was in <laughs> so you. Yeah. Now between, uh, let's see, college, w- what year did you guys graduate Mount Sac? Uh, Two thousand, I think. Two thousand. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so were you? <laughs> the only re- sorry, the, the only reason we remember that is because I think Joey, how did? I graduated. <laughs> Same time. Time. Graduate <laughs> high 
college. college. Yeah. That's At right, you're way ahead of me. That's awesome. Tom and I had the same, same uh, class. class. He was cheating off of me. <laughs> and P. And you're six years younger than him. That's great. Okay, so so my question was, what were you guys doing in the meantime trying to bring in some money? But you were doing that thing. You were you were cleaning pools, doing construction, cleaning up. At the end of the day, because we weren't you know, obviously you needed to get those immigration paperwork and things yep. like that. You didn't have the work permits. So you would do those things as side works. Uh, eventually when we did get residency, we were able to, you know, uh, would... go work with my dad at uh, the bakery. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we worked there for uh, what, three, like years, three years, years. I don't know. But he, like Danny mentioned, uh, we, you know, uh, it took us 30 years, man. I'm going to oh, say okay. just to get a green card, you know, yeah. the whole process back then was really, really grueling. Was so we, <laughs> Uh, you know, by the time we applied, which was in '84, '85, and by the time we received any type of, you know, f- uh, res- citizenship, or citizenship, or anything, yeah. it was like we, it was like 30 years in, you know, so well, you we couldn't really become, get it. When the process of it obviously is when uh, you're under the age of 21, yeah. you're with your parents, and then when it, once you move on to mm-hmm. after 21, yeah. you have to do your own. So that's what happened with me yeah. and Gato. After 21, we had to start all over yeah. the whole process. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, Haru was under the age, you know, age. So sure. He got yeah. his. So yeah, it's it's it. Uh, we're definitely very familiar with the whole, um, you know, the humble beginnings and yeah. what it takes to kind of like put a footprint into this uh, country and the state and, you know, um, and it's all you know like God's will, you know. So uh, my parents really uh, taught us, you know, discipline and to to yeah. love each other, to help each other out, but. You know, at the end of the day, we really had a lot of faith, and that really just kept on driving us forward, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I we weren't perfect kids either. You know, we did no, our troublest, oh, but we had our own yeah. ups and downs. I specifically but. remember, like, the time when we opened, we were making, like, $50 a day. And yeah. we would tell my dad, oh, we just made, you know, $100 today, you know, and uh, we just beat, you know, and he would be like, what are you excited about? We're like, well, we were <laughs> making, like, $50. Yeah. So now we're at 100 Yeah. And, you know, it slowly went to, uh, I think... Um, the La Hoya fight was on that. That was the bit. That was one of the That's We were so That's huge. We're like, we just paid rent and yeah. you know we're good. But well, the crazy huge. thing is we didn't know what it was, what it was uh, to succeed. Sure. Uh, to to fail, yeah, so know. we didn't know what success was and we didn't know what failure was. We just knew that we we're doing something that just, just kept on working. moving us in the right direction. So yeah. uh, it's just like a kid, you know, you keep touching the flame, a uh, 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 stove that's on, you burn your hand, and you don't know anybody. You burn hand again. Mm-hmm. So we didn't know what it was to failure. fail because yeah. we we didn't see it as a failure. We always saw it like we're being successful at it because we're just yeah. kind of growing. Yeah, we didn't have know. nothing else to compare yeah. it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like Jack so, said, we made um, twenty bucks one day. We were happy. Yeah, we well, you take bucks. your cost, you take yeah. your overhead yeah. at the end of the yeah. month. Keep going. If I can yeah. match that or get over yeah. that, I'm doing okay. Oh man, I wish we knew that. Basic then, math, right? <laughs> I wish we knew that. <laughs> no, but that's that's awesome how you go back in time and you remember a De La Hoya fight that yeah. hit your that hit a record day. Like yeah. that's special, bucks, man. Right? That is special. <laughs> and, and the funny thing is, and I'll, I think my brothers will remember this day forever. Um, we didn't expect all these to be that busy. Super so Bowl. we took, no, this is the, the we took a, oh yeah, Super Bowl. We uh, oh, we Super ended up Bowl, yeah. knowing that, okay, this is, you know, this is, uh, this is our first Super this Bowl. This is our first way. Super Bowl. And we're like, okay, De La Hoya was this big. So we, we think three. we're going to be busy for Super Bowl, but let's see if we're going to be that busy. So mm-hmm. we took it as, okay, we'll take orders as it comes. And here comes the Elk Lodge and uh, they ordered fried chicken of all oh, things. Like, mm-hmm. We're like, well, we're not a fried chicken place. We're mm. a hot wings and pizza place. But 
we don't know if we're going to be busy. We might as well take this order because yeah. we've only been open for like six months. Got to do what you got to do. We'll take it. Man, I kid you not. That chicken, fried chicken order took almost eight hours to <laughs> take and, and make and deliver. And we delivered it after Super Bowl. No so way. Guess, no guess way. the face on these people when we came over and <laughs> like, here's your here? chicken. And, man, it was the hardest thing. And we, we learned from it. Uh, you know, we were probably hated for a while. Did they pay you and tip you? Uh, yeah. They didn't tip us. So we, were, we, we had the money. Were they calling throughout the game? Oh, yeah. Where they, the hell are you guys? Calling. We're, we're coming. We're so, coming. But we're only three guys, you know? Shit. Think about it this way. We only have two fryers. Yeah. And each basket only holds like four pieces of the, mm. of regular of the fried, <laughs> chicken. fried chicken. These guys wanted 100 pieces. <laughs> and then, and, and let me give you some insight on how these guys, my brothers, Gato and Danny, how they accepted orders back then. In the same sense that a guy comes in and he says, what are you guys selling? Well, we, we sell hot wings, pizzas, and little you know, small things here. You guys sell Mexican food. <laughs> I'm up front and Gato's in the back yelling, yes, we'll do it. Whatever you want. I Whatever love it. Yes, I got everything I need. I love it, man. So, Whatever it takes. Think of that Whatever in your mind takes. while these yeah. guys oh. yeah. think of that in your mind while these guys are accepting this order for the Elks Lodge. And I feel I feel bad for them because I love these it. guys were waiting all the way past Super Bowl and That's here comes Danny. Sorry guys, here's your order. And they they look at us for a long time. Like, do you think we're ever gonna order from you guys? Like, yeah, probably not. But we brought it. (laughs) You know, here you go, enjoy. Did they ever order from from you guys? Yeah, they did. They did. So food was good. See, that's important. That's important. That is important because I feel like if even if your service sucks, which it doesn't, if your service sucked but your food is good, they're still gonna come back. That's the restaurant business. That's how I feel. That's it. That's a customer outside looking in. I'm not in the business, so I feel like if the food is good, they're coming back no matter totally. what you know Plus, the crazy smiles thing is on our faces all, yeah. the time. all the time you say no all the time you know the crazy thing is uh we, you know we tell this to everybody is like we pretty much sold uh, our personalities before we sold the product because mm-hmm. like danny said you know those guys were upset for a long time but we became one of the staples of paramount because that's where we started and yeah. uh mm-hmm. we got so many uh, you know accolades uh in that community it's it's unbelievable man so the, the first one was yeah. in was in paramount right yeah right. and that's the the alondra the hot wings that's the original alondra hot wings oh, correct is that on alondra totally. okay yeah. so that's that's where the that's name where comes the name from came, yeah. so um did you ever think about calling it my world wings or <laughs> we threw all kinds of ideas. funny yeah. story about the name so um <laughs> when we were thinking about what to name it uh, you know Gato's throwing out crazy wings because of crazy price, not to their old idea. Danny's, uh, you know, maybe wings and things and stuff like that. And then we're arguing back and forth. And here comes dad. He's like, luck. What are you guys talking about? Alondra Boulevard, Alondra Hot Wings, <laughs> finish. <laughs> so it's kind of like uh, dad spoke. He put his uh, gavel it. down. Yeah. So How do you say no to that? How do you say no to that? Yeah. And plus, we didn't know we were going to grow it to six locations. We just thought, okay, this is a, you know, for our family to take care of us. You know, one location will feed us forever, you know? Yeah. But, um, yeah, we, we got the name going, and uh, we were three of us. Then uh, my cousin came on board, and uh, she helped us out. And then we slowly saw the, the growth and people coming in because it was a big thing. You know, this is the East Coast food, basically, if you look at it. Pizza and wings yeah. is, is big out there. Uh, here, it's, yeah. it's not that great. That was, you know, at that time, it wasn't that big. And well, we ended back, up becoming well, a Back in 2002, uh, I mean, uh, the hot wing was a was a fad. 
Right. It was something you would only find side in. Well, no, it wasn't a side item. You you would only find in in high end cities. I think of mm. uh, Hollywood or you know the West Side. Right. You wouldn't find them in working class cities. So when we brought Laundry Hot Wings into a working class community, totally. they immediately took to that. They said, totally. you know what? I don't have to travel all the way to the West Coast to enjoy what I like. Hot you were gonna. You just yeah. answered my question because my good. my next question was gonna be, how did you build your business? How did yeah. you build your brand? And how did you market? Like. That that's that makes sense Complete now. Complete well, word of mouth. We had no advertising for the first, right. I would say, eight years. Yeah, we never. You're, well, you're in a, the Londra, the original Londra is like in this little center, right? Little plaza. Yeah. yeah. So how do you think people just showed up? I mean, did you pass you know, out flyers? Just, or? Well, yeah, we did guerrilla tactics on we that. We did on flyers. The we did, yeah, parking <laughs> yeah. lot flyers. Parking but lot flyers. majority of it was just word of mouth. Yeah. I mean, we were we, lucky to have a Bank of America right across from us. We have we had a, a center a, a center Plaza. where people the community came. To. It was foot traffic. The, uh, uh, what was it? That was Vons or Alps it used or to be Vons out. Yeah, that and time. then you have the Bank of America. It's a major thoroughfare, and so you got a lot of activity in this. I would say it's centralized in Paramount, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And so you know people would come by and they'd give us a try once, twice, and then that word of mouth would spread, and people but took to it. Just to you know, like on the on that conversation of the what's called the West Side and all that stuff. Um, truthfully, yeah, it, uh, the neighborhoods didn't have uh, uh, west west side concepts in the the, the neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you used to have to drive to like how it said, uh, L.A., Hollywood, Pasadena, Glendale. Mm-hmm. But we were bringing to the local neighborhood uh, things that they couldn't go out to get, you know. And uh, commuting was a little bit different when we were younger. Not not everybody had cars, and you had to take a bus. And yeah, today we have different transportations that make it very convenient, or deliveries, you know. But um, yeah, we brought something to that city, and even to Montebello. Montebello didn't even have anything. We we pretty much yeah. pioneered uh, that that thoroughfare. I, 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 I would mean? agree with that. Yeah. I mean, we pioneered. Yeah. If you could compare it to what what's happening now in the restaurant industry, is that you have a lot of foodie related. You know, items that are restaurants are coming out, and you got a lot more people exposed, almost like they're um, spoiled because they have so much flavor coming through their local communities. They have so many options. And so, back early 2000s, you really didn't have that many options other than really? fast food and, yeah. and really high-end stuff on, on, that, on and the website. And the, the quality of our food is, is bar none because our flavors of our bread, uh, the texture and the, the recipe, it comes from our grandfather and his gra- his father. So it wasn't the type of bread that you get yeah. now, like if you say you get it from Domino's or Pizza or whatever. Yeah. It's like a cardboard within an hour mm. or so. It mm. becomes very hard yeah. to eat. Mm. So our quality is different. So when people tasted it had a liking towards it that some of them even till this day they come and they've grown up with our food yeah. And, yeah and they say there's no way i would ever trade this pizza or this wing you can't get it anywhere well i tell people i'm from montebello and usually the first thing that they say is alondra hot wings oh, that's it's awesome. crazy <laughs> very humbling yeah it's it's really cool because they're like oh you have an alondra hot wings in your city i'm like yeah, those are, i don't that's have an alondra hot wings yeah. those are my boys <laughs> forget about just right the on. restaurant itself <laughs> right yeah <on>. yeah <laughs> So, okay, I want to figure out the time when the I Made It stage. Like, when when did you... That's when Kevin and, Rudolph came out with that song, I Made It. I Made It. Yeah. Or maybe it's not... I mean, I'm sure you have that. That I'm sure you have that moment, but the that moment maybe isn't as big as you want it to be. Definitely. I think I think you're still trying to get that moment yeah. because you're so humble about it. But, I, but when was it when you're like, man, I think we're doing this. I think this is really happening. Well, you know, crazy... Uh, 
the crazy thing is, I, I want to say it was probably 2009 we were opening up our Alhambra store. Yeah. And uh, 2009. Oh, yeah. I think it's a 2000. I, I, yeah, 2009. Um, we're opening up Alhambra. I think we, that's the, the year we opened up. It is. Um, and we're looking at each other as like, man, did we actually finally make it? Because yeah. I didn't feel it. I, we opened up very successful restaurants through our tenor. You know what I mean? I mean In 2002, we opened up a, a successful... Half, yeah, you know, a year and a half to two years. Yeah, and then we went a to a restaurant. You're opening yeah. a restaurant. Yeah. So yeah. 2002 we started. That's a, that's 2000, a build, man. 2004 uh, we built Montebello, and then 2005 we opened up Montebello. 2007 we opened up Long Beach. 2009 we opened up Alhambra. 2010 we came back and opened up, reopened up uh, Paramount to the bigger store it is now. 2000. 11 we opened up a taco concept called taco love just to be on the tail coats of right. chipotle but we were ahead of that. that too because i think that nobody was ready for that until chipotle kind of like paved that uh, were you making that out of the alondra uh yeah our yeah. original store yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and then in 2013 or 12 we opened up our uh, we built our first commissary to, to be able to scale and then 2015 pasadena um, but we we didn't realize it until we opened up Alhambra because we took over a body shop and mm. people would that that lived across the street they're like man thank you guys so much mm. for opening up the a restaurant for beautifying this place and even the city manager at the time I think it was Julio Fuentes said dude Caro they should be naming a boulevard after you guys you know you yeah. guys have done such a great it's anchor a beautiful store too that, that and nice especially bar. at that corner there was you know uh, Main Street just recently developed mm -hmm. you know back mm -hmm. then in 2009. I mean, this is 10 years ago. It was still, like, run down. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. But um, uh, we did a really, really good job with that. And, and that's when we kind of, like, look at like, I think we were, we're really so that doing was right. So that kind of I made yeah. moment. We're, we're yeah. going yeah. in the right direction. Yeah. Totally. <coughs> Five locations. At that, sorry, at that time, the Alhambra store, was that the third or fourth store? Fourth no, store. Fourth. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then so we, we got it to fifth yeah. location with Pasadena with 350 employees yeah. and a commissary kitchen to distribute. You currently have 350 employees? No, no at that no, at no. that time we had the before the, the, the economy and uh, a lot of that. Yeah. The economy or California? California <laughs> came down yeah, a little bit of both. A little <laughs> bit of it's, it's a whole different subject. But you know, off, you know I, we we had to be smart too. You know, you, you definitely need to know your shortcomings. You need to know how to scale down and trim fat just to stay competitive and just stay uh, aggressive in this in this business because it's dude, this thing will. Sp chew you up and spit you out you know it's one of the unforgivingest uh industries to be in you know and uh the food business it's a very fine line between being good and being really bad i i always think it comes down to people uh in your personal life to make you a better person and in your business life to make your business a better business because there is no possible way you can do this stuff by yourself. Unbelievable. No. There is no possible no, 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 no. way. You might be able to start it for the few, you know, six months, whatever it is. You have to find good managers. You have oh, yeah. to find we good have people. Great people in our team. And, yeah. We've been blessed to have a great team, team. Uh, around us. Day. For, yeah, to this day. You guys aren't who you are without them. Exactly. Definitely. We didn't get here by ourselves. Yeah. And Definitely. every and every uh, prospering business is the same exact way. Nobody exactly. got there by themselves. Exactly. They had good people around them at Absolutely. all times. Exactly. You know, there's a lot of businesses that it kind of uh, has been put on like a silver platter, and you guys really haven't come from that. This oh. started literally ground up. Exactly. Green, yeah, we were never, huh? you know, uh, we didn't get, it's not an inheritance. It's not hand-me-down. It wasn't mom, dad doing it. and It's just 
three brothers. We got together, yeah. and we worked our butts off, 16, 17 hours. I mean, you know, the best time we had was uh, the most gratifying time is when we were able to hand over my mom and dad uh, keys to uh, their first house. You know, and and this was in yeah. 2005. Listen, man, that's an I made it moment right I there. Made yeah. moment. That's that's, that's the moment, moment right there. I you just answered it. I mean, it was yeah. just the most, uh, you know, very emotional to this day. I think totally. You know, if anything all fails and goes down, yeah. You know, we worked our butts off for a purpose, and that was to provide oh. something for our family and have a legacy for our future. We didn't know when we were gonna have kids or if we were gonna have kids, but now that we are parents, I mean, that's probably the most you would ever want. From, a, from your kids, you know, that, yeah. you know, they, they, they think of you as you get older. And we were able to get my mom on Mother's Day a, a car, nothing fancy. It nice. was a Ford Focus. It was a four-door Focus. Beautiful. It was our first brand-new car for the family. Beautiful. I mean, I'm telling you, this is in 2005. We, we were able to save money. We were able to, because we lived all in one house, and we yeah. pretty much did what we what was necessary to... Um, get us uh, to be where my dad I think worked so hard to bring us yeah. but he wasn't there because you know obviously you know there's lower he worked hard to job. make sure we had a, a, a life your dad yeah. did your dad retire in around 2000 when the time we you guys ended were up having him uh, retire around 2008 Seven? I think was he still yeah, working eight. at the bakery he was working yeah. he was still helping I mean oh, he, he was working and supporting and supporting <laughs> our, some sure. of our bills yeah. at the sure. restaurant sure. electricity I was working so at was Danny. Beverly Danny Hospital was, yeah, too. at Whittier Presbyterian as yeah. a tech me and I, yeah and um, yeah we just yeah. paid as we went until we were able to shed uh, you know us off of the other jobs and and go full time. Yeah. Going back to what Danny was saying, I mean, going into this business, we had no intentions other than we want to we want to help our family. Yeah. We want to do something to pay back mom and dad to to secure a, a future for ourselves Quality to establish life. a legacy. Because ultimately, when you're looking at the restaurant industry, you're not going into the restaurant industry because it's fruitful it's not if yeah, you can't yeah, make a lot a of money no. you can't be a millionaire you got to do it because you love it it's rewarding you know, seeing mom cook cooking in the kitchen for you know all of our lives get exposes to flavors and 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 humbleness and, and love for for the product you know so we wanted to do something that we're familiar with danny till this day he's still throwing all kinds of ideas into yeah. the menu hey let's throw this in here i know i was there the other day i was like god damn man seven pages of shoot, man. i love it, it it gets ridiculous sometimes yeah. it's like why don't we do freaking uh you know beef wellingtons i'm like hey, <laughs> right. we're on hot wings and pizza i'm gonna ask for mexican food next time i get it we have this plaque in, in uh our office it used to be in our long beach location but it says um it's in our Whittier four, story now. It, oh, is it? In yeah. Story? Awesome. Yeah. So it says uh, four generations, four or five generations of quality bread makers, only to be surpassed by the quality of our characters. Oh, yeah. And we live by that because yeah. at the end of the day, we are humble. We we only have one goal to to establish a legacy, to take care of our family. And when Danny said it, it we it was such a beautiful moment, and we we recorded it uh, to give mom and dad a house, which is an American dream in all its yeah. own and all its own. Yeah. When they saw it, it was, you're right. It was that I, we made it moment because yeah. to see them see their kids working together and establishing something yeah. greater. Yeah. Because this is what it is. And think about not only supporting your families, which is everything, 
but you're supporting what about your employees, employees and, and their, their families? Absolutely. You yes. have you have yeah. a manager or a waiter or waitress, whatever it is. They've got a husband. They've got a wife. They've got kids. You're supporting yep. not that person. You're supporting three others or two others. You know? Yep. Exactly. Actually, that's what I was gonna just say is you know like and we like how it said earlier, we've been blessed to have really really good employees and uh, t I think some of them have been with us since like day one. Yeah, I want to say yeah. like 14 years, 15 years. We'll throw a, a shout out to Mike grown. McPherson and Ruben, yeah. <laughs> Ruben Mike and Ruben. <laughs> and yeah. listen, there's a reason for uh, that because yeah. you guys are taking care of them. And they wouldn't be know, there if you weren't. And, and, and they, uh, you know, it, it, it really. Uh, we don't even consider our, our, our staff uh, employees. We actually co uh, consider them to be, I mean, we refer to them as team members. And, um, you know, we, we look at everybody eye to eye and we try to, like, uh, run the business together. And it's not like uh, they're just uh, pieces to, the, to, to, to this company, but they're important pieces to the company. And, um, you know, it all, it all makes it, uh, you know, um, it, it we're, we're thankful to have really, really good employees, no and, and they're all from the local communities, and they're all working hard for their families too. And um, you know, we're, we're we're blessed to have we're that. Grateful, yeah. yeah. And you know, it, and and with this, uh, you know, industry, especially in California, it's it's not easy. It's very difficult mm. to establish a business, uh, to maintain it, and keep the doors open, and and have longevity, and have a future. Um, you know, sometimes uh, we get it. We we know both sides. We've been employees, and we we are employers. We get the, the importance of uh, raising wages and raising, you know, the quality of life. But sometimes in this industry, it's unforgiving. It's it's very small percentage on your, your profiting. You know, it could be from three three to five, maybe eight percent. My God. So you got to so really volatile, keep man. it it's tight. <coughs> you know, you know, you know a, a couple of years ago, uh, I used to love the show. Um, it was a Shark Tank, right? Mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years ago, I stopped watching it. I saw a segment on there where they were like, oh, this company started with five employees and they're making $2 million and they grew it. Now they're at 10 employees and $20 million. Mm. And it gets me so agitated. It's like, man, we are running with 300 employees, providing 300 opportunities, taking care of three, 300 people and their families. families. And, and you don't get that same recognition, recognition. you not. think uh, well, you know what it's easy but it's not yeah and so taking a company from five employees to ten employees who is that helping at least we're helping our communities mm -hmm. we we donate to local schools we donate to you non know, charities nonprofits and we did you know that's why Elks Lodge fell back in love with us we we help, we work alongside with them too yeah, so yeah, we we do help, we care about the communities that we're in even in our in our mission statement God will remember is that we put we beautify and want to be a part of every city that we open up mm -hmm. in yeah. because what's the point in opening up a business and not being a part of that community? Yeah. You yeah. have to be. You gotta right. love what you do and love the community you're yeah. in. You guys ever fight? All, All the, the time. time. All the time. Oh, Even, Seriously? All we're about to fight time. right now. <laughs> Thank God I'm here. Me. <laughs> you're the mediator. <laughs> the mediator. Really? What kind of fights? <laughs> Man, it, I mean, it has it ever been from, physical? We always agree know, to disagree. Physical, okay, but like back in the day, did you guys get physical? Oh, just yeah. like, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, just I doing anything. I was too small. Me and Gato fought yeah. a lot. I mean, I had to carry him towards, to, through college, I think. I carried him through college. I was late to school because of him. He doesn't want to wake up. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, Mount Sac was a really good college. Why don't you go to college to all your Mount Sac? Yeah, shout out to Mount Sac. We overslept. He parked the car at my cousin's house, and it got towed because it wasn't supposed to be parked oh, overnight. No. <laughs> had no way of getting to school. I mean, yeah. it was, what kind of fights do you guys get into now? You know, it's more about 
<laughs> Why did you do the pizza that way? Menu item, maybe menu item, pricing. Okay. It's just on the, on the business, business front. Business part of it, now, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're gonna have that, right? I mean, oh yeah, we that's, have three different personalities. So. You know, and and in my opinion is if like I, I want a room full of guys who are gonna give me different opinions, not just yes sir stuff. Definitely. So if I ask a question, I want five different opinions from five different people, and then you make the final decision. You know, exactly. and as long as you guys know your roles, you're you're in good shape. Stay in your lane, well, and you know what your strengths yeah. are. Yeah. I think it all work together, and it'll come through. But sometimes, obviously. We're so passionate that let, let me get let me get this one. Don't don't sure. interrupt me. Look look, this is a new trend. We're about to do it right now. Uh, you know, hey, let me talk. I mean, at one point, yeah. Cheetos. Know, Cheetos. Cheetos. You know, I'm almost uh, with you know, what? I'm hot to Cheetos do it. with what? Anything bad? Hot Cheetos. See, this this is one of them though, that aggravate me. Yeah, right. That hot right. Cheeto fat. You know. Oh my god. How about on pizza? Hot Cheetos you know, on pizza. Oh, yeah. No, we might Can't do it. Dust it somehow. <laughs> Can't do it. Won't do it. But these fads, you know, they come Salt. in and they influence these these yelpers or bloggers, and and it's like you're almost like, do we just fall into this trap, or yeah. do we just hold our ground and say? This is a classic, man. This is the way a pizza should be. This is the way yeah. a wing is. I agree, I'll, man. I'll tell you something about yeah. what a restaurant is. So if you're always busy chasing fads and chasing what Instagram is already doing, identity. you're not going to have an identity. Mm. You got One thing in the restaurant industry, you got to be consistent. Mm. We've been consistent with our wings. We've been consistent with our pizza. We've been consistent with our food and our fries, service. dressings. Everything. Your ranch yeah. is great. Yeah. 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 You know, we we actually do a lot of things in-house. Uh we even uh, cut our own potatoes. We we blanch our own potatoes. We care a lot about our potatoes. Oh, man, that potato make our own sausages. We make our own dressings, our own sauces, and uh, michelada mix. Uh, we 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 do so much because, like how it said earlier, you know, it's it's a passion. Though. It's it's a labor of love. You know, um, you know. Of course, uh, when you're doing something consistently, uh, success is bound to happen. You know, it's just like driving. First uh, couple of times you drive, you either hit somebody something, no, not somebody, but you hit something or you back into something, and eventually you kind of like, you know, uh, just like riding a bike, you know. Yeah. So um, we 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 became very successful at things because we stayed consistent and we, we really did it because we really loved it. So. The last few years, you guys have all gotten married, and have yes. children. Oof. Yes. It's wonderful, busy. wonderful children. Amen. How much? Busy. How much of that motivates you now? Are you? Do you have an, like an extra motivator now because of uh, it? This is like, uh, I mean, the it's X a different factor. X factor. You know, it's like yeah. you'll go beyond. Yeah. You yeah. know, because that those kids, uh, you know, you see them and you want to provide the best. And obviously, every parent is definitely you know, obviously. mindset. And yeah, yeah it, it changes change how everything's seen. Put I mean, in uh, in our parents told us the same thing. When I do something, I do it for you, and the you sacrifice, know, the yeah. sacrifices we make. And now we we're in that role, and yep. we get to fulfill that that but when going back to legacy so doing the what we're establishing here is for them we want them to succeed we want them to have an opportunity to you know grow continue doing either what we're doing or start something new yeah. you know <clears throat> so what's next well i mean we we recently. are now going into um, baking. <laughs> well, we, baking but we, we went into the takeout concept again and so we're trying to uh do Almost like what we started with is a takeout concepts with the laundry hot wings and just do the pizza wings sides and um, and try to see if because that's the trend right now where uh, you're smaller not nobody's units. doing big units anymore. It's all yeah. smaller 
more manageable, more yeah. over it. As you know, labor's well, going but you, up. Well, plus with these delivery services too, right? Yeah, it makes it a lot easier, right? Easier. Well, you want to you want to stay competitive, you know. And in order to stay competitive, you know, labor's going to kick your butt, you know, mm-hmm. one way or another. Inflation's and consumer habits have changed yeah. so drastically. So, People mm-hmm. don't go to restaurants and they don't want to wait an hour to get mm-hmm. seated. They don't mm-hmm. want to wait yeah. another half hour to get their food. In and out. Instant gratification. That's what those fast casuals, uh, you know. All right, deal. I think future. We hope. I mean. We want to a franchise. franchise. We want to yeah. franchise our concept, and we're trying to fine-tune the We're building out. the model right now. Yeah. So. so that's our goal. I mean, who knows? Somebody might take a, you know, interest in it and help us fine-tune it and make it the right way to be uh, franchisable, you know? So from a family like you guys who've come from not much, yeah. came to the States with not much, uh, who maxed out their credit cards. Mm. Don't forget my piggy banks. Your piggy bank. <laughs> What 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 advice would you give a kid or a person right now trying to start a business or a restaurant with nothing? Don't worry, just make money. No, just you know, <laughs> what, follow uh, in your a lack heart. of a better word, uh, meaning uh, uh, I know sometimes you know it's it's tough being a youngster today too. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of uh, you know social media being one of the the biggest downfalls of people's lives too. It's it's. It's such a tough uh, environment today. I mean, for for a young guy today or a young person today, um, just don't worry about what other people are thinking or what they're doing or where they're at or where where uh, they're trying to go. F- stay focused. Think about your uh, priorities, family first, and just try to like build build it from there. Uh, you know, core and uh, you know the way we see it sometimes is like right now the responsibilities from home. You know, our kids. Our, 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 you know, each other, family, and then friends, and then, yeah. you know, because it's hard to be able to, uh, you know, attend to everything, you know, because everything takes time. Friends take time, family take time, work takes time. So you have to be smart on where you want to commit your time, yeah. you know. And I think passion too, right? Passion. I think you got to follow your passion. Yeah. I think that's I think the key because you're not working one. a day in your life. Exactly. Yeah. I think you have to have passion, uh, drive. Uh, and also just the the the, the fact that hey, it's okay to fail. Yep. Yeah. Because you're gonna learn from it. Because we've fallen so many times. I mean, we didn't know all the laws and the legalities that come in this industry. I mean, we've fallen and we've corrected. We've yep. fallen, we've corrected. Yeah. It's just nothing. Yeah. There's no booklet that's gonna tell it's you. A school of hard knocks, yeah. man. It's a hard oh, knock. yeah. You gotta go out, do it, and yeah. experience it. Exactly. There's n- there's no better education than life. Yep. You know, you gotta stay like you said, passionate. You got to have passion for what you do. You got to have consistency. You got to know your priorities because people who don't have their priorities straight or who can't focus on priorities, they're just going to get lost. They're going to, they're going to, it's the, what is it? The, the squirrel syndrome, a squirrel, and then just kind of look somewhere else. (laughs) They got to stay focused on what they're doing and they got to be passionate for what they're doing. It has to be more about their passion than their money. Yeah. And know that you're going to be sacrificing a lot of your life. I mean, a lot of your time from family, from friends. I mean, when we were 20, Gato and me were 25, Otto was 18. I mean, think about it. We were at our, me and him, are prime to go clubs and do part, house sure. parties. We said we can't. Yep. We yep. got to work. Yep. And Otto yep. followed. And imagine, at 18, when he turned 21, these are the times when you want to have life yep. experiences out yep. there. But we stayed consistent. Sacrifice. We, we sacrificed for the, the, the good of our paying future. off. It's paying off it's today. Paying yeah. Off. It's, it's paying, paying off, off today. So besides the wings and the pizza, 
Those are the two favorite items on the menu, of course. What's what's what was what would be your like go to if you went to? Let's say how it's a specialty, the ranch blasted ranch fries, ranch blasted fries. <laughs> cheese balls, cheese balls, yeah. You still doing the Twinkie? Um, oh man, they're forcing you to a favor. Oh, you know, when, really? When they went on strike and the business closed yeah. with Hostess. We couldn't get Twinkies. But they're out now, right? Now they're, yeah. they're back. We already yeah. canceled it. Well, a whole Twinkies. generation of, of people have come and gone. My favorite Twinkies. Twinkies the, anymore. Oh, Twinkies. the best. Yeah. Uh, um, a couple more things. We're gonna then we'll go. Then we gotta eat because we're we're all pretty oh, wow. hungry, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I heard a good restaurant is Laundra's. <laughs> <laughs> we can go visit Laundra Hot Wings. Um, routines. We talk about routines on the show. I'm big on routines. What are your guys' routines when you wake up in the morning? Uh, Gato's number one at that. Oh, man. I, I, uh, kids. <laughs> so I have a routine every that. day. So we wake up early because I got a one-year-old. I have a so I have a five, a four-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old. So we're daycare at my house. So my one-year-old, he tends to wake up at like 5.30, 6. Yeah. So, so do the other boys, too. I mean, they're nice all Nice alarm pretty, clock. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. So um, we're, we're pretty much up by 6 o'clock, all of us, mm-hmm. uh, downstairs by 6.30, uh, you know. Start the the day by making breakfast, and by 8:30 we're uh, on the road to drop them off at school. And by 9 o'clock, 9:15, I'm already at work to start the day. And get going. You know, we pretty much make our our own in-house. We we make dough. We make all the 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 blanched fries, and we day. pretty much start the day. And um, I would be on the other yeah. side of that spectrum. So God starts my day. his day <laughs> early. I end my day with a routine, which is. Uh, I give my a kiss to my kids, good night. I kiss my wife, good night, and I I try to get the best sleep possible, mm-hmm. so that when I do wake up, I'm ready, I'm refreshed. A lot of people, you know, you hear a lot of these uh, entrepreneurs. They say I take me time early in the morning just to mm-hmm. con- you know uh, get gather my thoughts and everything. Um, without good sleep, you you're oh, not yeah. gonna have the uh, ability yeah. to do so. <clears throat> so I kind of like True. ending my day good. So what time do you go to bed usually? Uh, I, hopefully by 11, but you know that never happens. <laughs> yeah, you know what's big in the mornings? Cold coffee showers. Oh yes. yeah, I haven't tried that. Yes. that will open. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. coffee too. Yeah. That'll really open good. the mind. Man. Showers are great in the mornings. I agree. I feel like I showers. I think of so many things in the shower, yeah. and then when it's cold Ideas. showers. I think I'm it's times to, 10. To it's go. tough there at the go. beginning when you actually get that whole yes. cold water. And yes. then as soon as you're in there, it's like, you're what? Good. Good to go. You turn it off, you're like really hot actually yeah. after that. You're refreshed but, and you're, I'll stick you're to ignited. The you guys keep the mornings. <laughs> yeah. No, morning showers Mine are good. Mine is a different story because I have a, a newborn, you know, four months or in. Mm-hmm. Uh, throughout the night, obviously, we're and an energetic up, four. putting milk together all oh, the time. Oh, yeah. I do have a four-year-old uh, as well, Sophia, and uh, Grace is our fourth month. Nice. But uh, our routine is just get up, dress them up, go to school, and and then I'm on my way to uh, our Whittier location to start the day there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Today I was talking to a buddy about uh, doing a new podcast, and he asked, he goes, oh, who are you having on tonight? I said, uh, it's three of my really good good friends. They've got, they're in the restaurant business, and they're uh, Alondra Hot Wings. He's like, Dude, I go there every day for lunch <laughs> at the Alondra location. <laughs> so that is uh, that's, that's pretty awesome. amazing, man. That's, that's got to awesome feel really good. That's it's awesome. Very, awesome. very good. You know, to think that with that missile not igniting back home in Lebanon, just, I mean, think about that. Yeah. That when I heard that story when that to, when you told me that about a month ago at a at a yeah, at a friend's party, too, yeah. I I was blown. Bl- I could use a lack yeah. lack of a better term. I was blown away by it. Yeah. 
<laughs> because I was like, man, the difference you guys are making in the community with your families, with you know your employees, with their families, yeah. that doesn't happen if that freaking missile goes off, yeah. man. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a lot of variables <laughs> that happen. Ton. That was one of them. Oh, to come another here one, another to one. come here, was another one. My dad uh, booked one-way tickets hmm. From Syria to Sweden, no, Lebanon. Or Switzerland, Le- oh, Lebanon. Lebanon. I'm sorry, Lebanon from uh, to Sweden, to Switzerland to Denmark, Denmark. and then from Denmark to yeah. L.A. Because it was closed. Obviously, no the only reason it was open because no, the Olympics was yeah, happening. Okay. Olympics was happening in L.A. So they were welcome. So they allowed yeah. air flights to come so through. So we came here during the Olympics, and yeah. he only had one way. And when he got here, you know, they didn't they didn't even check. All they said, "Oh, where's your tickets?" Uh, and he just, you know, waved it over, and they they passed them through. Wow. You know, yeah. the fun, another funny thing is we just recently found out that our, our dad is a Mason. Oh, yeah. We didn't know that until uh, about, what, six, seven years ago? Found just out threw that on you? He just <laughs> threw it on us, and he didn't want to show us the secret handshake. Oh, man, relax. I'm like, serious? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, listen, man, thank you guys very, very much for doing this. This was, thank um, you, bro. This was a blast. Always love hanging out with you guys, and then – this is this is your chance and opportunity to tell the story. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's really truly been told. I'm sure you guys have been in newspapers and yeah. ads and that type of stuff, yeah. but like you know, the true story so for much, people yeah. to listen to it and to hear it. I just I, I I think this will motivate them to do whatever they want to do in life. You know, Thank no you. matter Thank the age. You, We're only young this once, so oh, yeah. why not go out and do Take it now? Take that chance. Yeah. You know, you know the, well, just yeah. to kind of like uh, on a, on on for a last thought. You know, um, one thing that we've always talked about to 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 be able to like. Uh, have uh, anybody, a young guy, young kid, or 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 an adult, uh, to be inspired is, you know, like we'd love to write a book one day and and you yeah. know, kind of like uh, get them more in depth. Yeah, because we're from the public school system too, and you know, to LA to be re- relatable, you know, and uh, you know, because it's hard to be able to relate to somebody that's uh, from different parts of the cities that you don't know of and that's made it, you know. Uh, but we're from the local uh, public school system, and hopefully, uh, whoever hears this and and uh, uh, reads about any anything that we re- rewrite in the, in the near future is inspired enough to to do that for their community and to their families yeah. as well. Awesome. Well, thanks again, man, for everything. Yeah, appreciate you, you guys. Brother. Appreciate God bless you and your family. Thank you. God bless Thank you. you. And Alondra Hot Wings. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that was good. You know, the hope, of course, is for that to be a motivation for those thinking about starting a business or whatever you're passionate about to go. To go and get it. Um, those guys did, and they still are. To think how vulnerable our lives are—it's—it's—it's it's cr- it's really crazy to me to think that that missile story still is—is is one that I will never forget. And it's just crazy to think if that if that missile ignites when they're in their home country in Lebanon. <laughs> it's like none of this stuff happens, you know. So, uh, like I told him, we're young this once, so why not go and get it now? Until next time, I'm Mike Gabriel. This is Mike Up Pod. Remember, no wasted days. Good night, everybody.